Hey everyone, welcome back to J. Kim's Topic. It's been a minute, it's been a while since I've last uh, posted uh, up here, or on this podcast rather, and I've been busy with other podcasts, you know, the Soccer Pilgrim podcast I've been busy with, I've also been busy uh, working with DarbyCast or Darby Magazine, which is the soccer magazine that I've been working on their podcast for as a producer, so it's been nice, and now I find myself that I have a month off from Soccer Pilgrim, I might as well spend it getting back into J. Kim's topic and talking about things that have nothing to do with soccer and just a bit of a palate cleanser, if you will. And this season, I want to talk about, well, this subject that we're going to talk about this this uh, this season is something that is very topical, especially among the millennial generation. And at this season, we'll be talking about tattoos. And I remember reading somewhere, it said, four out of 10 millennials are tatted or have tattoos. And... I am one of those four, I guess, <laughs> that have tattoos. And that's a lot of people. That's 40% of this generation or my generation that has tattoos. And then I began asking myself, especially me, I got tattooed. And that was a big deal in my family. One of my uncles said I was going to hell as a result. <laughs> Some people might sound that's harsh, but uh, he meant it as a joke, but half jokingly. I, I still found it funny, whatever. And yeah, so I, I, I've always been fascinated by tattoos as I, as I was a kid. I was always really scared of getting it because of my parents and what they would think. And now that I have it and I'm noticing other people with tattoos, I'm starting to realize that there's some there's a lot of resonance about this art with our generation. And I always found that interesting. So this season, I, I want to try to break that down, but not just break down, not necessarily break down as to why our generation loves tattoos, but I want to talk about the tattoo styles that influenced uh, people's decision in getting tattoos like growing up i've always seen people with chinese symbols and characters without knowing what it meant but they just had a huge appreciation of chinese culture and art and lettering and, and calligraphy and they i guess they wanted to express that onto their bodies um when we think back today in hindsight it's a little awkward because it turns out a lot of those chinese characters don't say what it means uh it could just be <laughs> chinese dinner items at a restaurant i've seen that before where a girl, she got all these Chinese characters on her ribs, but it was just like different meals, like beef rice and chick, uh, fried chicken, something, you know, stuff like that, right? And I thought it was funny. So for this episode, it's a, it's, it's an introduction. I will be just introducing the topic of tattooing, and in this episode, I'll be trying to talk about tattooing in a way that's reflected for all the other episodes of the season. So the way I see it, the way why I think it might be popular among today's generation and what have you. So I guess let's start with me. I got tattooed when I was 25, so that was three years ago. And it happened after a bad breakup, as most guys in the mid-20s would do to themselves, get a tattoo after a bad breakup. <laughs> if not, they'll go to like Vegas and go crazy, or they'll just cry away at a bar. But I decided to get a tattoo um, because my ex, she has tattoos and uh, you know, I've always had these conversations with her about tattooing. How does it feel? Why do you get it? Like, you know, uh, do you feel confident with your decision, with your tattoo decision right now? I mean, are you going to hate it in the future? And the more I thought about it, it's, I realized that our generation, we live so much in a moment that sometimes we don't really care about how these tattoos will look in the future or how it would shape out to be in the future because, that's something to worry about in the future. <laughs> it seems like our generation is very much more about live now, experience and now, enjoy yourself. And if it looks stupid in the future, okay, it looks stupid. At least that's something to talk about. And you, you know, the level of self confidence will 
not make you worry so much about the future, but focus on the now and enjoy it. So where how does that tie into tattooing? Well, I decided to get tattoos sort of on a whim. I decided I, was, I decided I was going to Toronto. Oh no, I was going to Toronto with my my sister was there. I I, I think it was um, it must have been a family shindig or some sort. Uh, we had a lot of family in Toronto, and I remember when we were going, I was just, I went with my sister and I told her, hey, uh, I'm booking, a, I'm I'm having a tattoo appointment in Toronto, so if you want to come, come. One thing leads to another. I DM or email the guy and I meet him. I get a heart on my right sleeve or on my right, in the inside of my right forearm, like a really nice heart. If you go on my Instagram, you can find it at Jason underscore Jisoo, G-I-S-O-O. And it didn't really hurt. And on a scale of 10, I would give it a four. The most it was a six. It didn't hurt that bad, but you definitely felt it. It, it, it felt like... um. Do you know the initial poke when you get a vaccination? It kind of just feels like that all the time, that initial poke. It's like pop, 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 all over the skin. So you get a bit of pain. At some parts of the arm, it definitely hurts more. There's you know, there's no denying. But then I started, I remember talking to the guy I wanted to heart there and there, and there was other tattoo artists in the shop who, you know, they were curious. That what I like about this place is called Holy Noir, and it closed down in Toronto, unfortunately. But... All the tattoo artists would always kind of look at each other's art. If ever there was a client that working on a client, other artists would come around to check out what they're doing. They're like, oh, shit, that's cool. Oh, like I like what you're doing. I, I really like that atmosphere. It was very supportive and very honest. And speaking of honesty, so the other tattoo artist comes and he's like talking to me and then to uh, the artist I was uh, dealing with, Tommy O. That's his, like, I guess his Instagram handle. I think it's still Tommy O. And he was saying like, oh, what are you getting? I'm like, getting a heart. He looks at me, he's like, oh, did you have a bad breakup? And I was like, yeah. And he started laughing. He's like, ah, all right, well, enjoy your tattoo. And I was like, oh my God, how many guys like me has walked through this shop for the same reason that like bad breakup, I'm getting a tattoo. That was funny, but but I love it. I love my tattoo. Uh, some people, I always tell people what it means. I was like, you know, wear your heart on your sleeves. And some people have the reaction going, oh, that's cute. Other people laugh. They're like, oh, that's funny. You took a literal parable or whatever or a saying and you put on your body and i was like yeah and i always kind of like that because i thought hey i it makes me laugh i think it's funny but also it's beautiful and second i want to get another tattoo with a monkey on my back because i got a monkey on my back and also my zodiac sign is monkey and if you don't know the expression you got a monkey on your back then uh you should go read anyway other tattoos that i have is i got a big piece on my chest Han, based on the Korean philosophy of Han, that every Korean is born with a sense of injustice and anger, and and we use that energy to succeed, almost as like a form of revenge. Another one is uh, I have another tattoo on my shoulder. It's of a sun, but like the Catholic, old school, like medieval Catholic way of how they draw suns. I always like the way it is. It's on my Instagram again. You can go check that out. And I got two other smaller ones. One's a yin and yang symbol, like on the Korean flag. Another one is the logo of Montreal, because I always loved how the logo of Montreal looked. And then the big one on my forearm is uh, the trigrams on the Korean flag, but it's earth and water. And the reason why I chose earth and water is because that's what Jisoo, my Korean name, Jisoo means earth and water. And what I was told was in Korean philosophy, it interprets or translates into having a lot of respect for nature because those are the elements that are grounded, that are unique to the earth. And so 
it's almost like the the fundamentals of life is earth and water it's I, I guess so there's an idea of i have a lot of respect for nature and for the, the way of the world or the way of the planet and something like that uh, that's what my dad always told me it was i have a lot of respect for nature but it's also a very common girl's name so there's that as well to consider so let's get into tattoos and how it looks my personal observation of tattoos of the tattoo history reveals something about religion. If you look at some of the oldest tattoos in the world, uh, there's that uh, Otsman Iceman uh, or Ice Woman in in uh, in Switzerland. I think they've uncovered in the mountains and Swiss Alps. And this person was found with a bunch of intricate tattoos on the body. There's another female Ice Woman, Ice Woman or Cave Woman. Uh, I think it's Central Asia or in Siberia, and they also found her with a bunch of tattoos. So that means some of these tattoos are about six to seven to even 10,000 years old. That's a very old thing. And well, no shit's an old thing. Cavemen are tattooing themselves. But it's when the more you think about it, today's fascination tattooing almost is as if we think of uh, tattooing as like maybe a couple hundred years at times or a few hundred years. But we forget that it's thousands upon thousands of years old is as old as human history. And that's why I see a parallel between religion and tattoos because they're both seemingly equally old now we don't have enough evidence of how old tattooing is and why it was done because we can't interview those ancient people they're dead and they have they left no written evidence or records as to why they tattoo but you know it is what it is yet religion has a way of expressing itself in the human mind or in the human body if you will so this is a time when things were written down. So things are being verbally expressed to one another, especially on a topic of religion, spirituality, and the way of the universe. And I believe that tattoo is a way of contextualizing or expressing those verbal stories before writing. I believe that before anyone's, you know, obviously it seems like a natural progressive step that you learn how to draw before you learn how to write. And... This is how I see it. Obviously, we could say that this is to demarcate tribal allegiance or clans, you know, your clan identity. Um, or maybe it's to demarcate your hierarchy in society. It could be a number of different reasons and meanings behind it, but we don't we would we won't really know. And that's why I'm really fascinated because it's an old thing, but we don't really know why they did it to begin with. But based on what we see on their bodies and the tattoo art, which is like uh, often like deers and constellations and like other animals and other uh, other let's say geometrical shapes that are representative of things in nature like uh, and later later in the season I'll be talking about Polynesian tattoo art and they have a geometrical pattern that represents waves it could be something like that but at the end of the day we don't know because you know they're all dead <laughs> we can't ask them so going back to religion and tattoos, to me, it appears that religion and spiritualities are connected to the present and the immediate universe, earth and space. And those immediate things tend to be tattooed, like I just said, with animals, uh, symbols or representations of nature, constellations, what have you. But other than, also other than personal, personal and tribal and clan identity of through tattooing, it also, it also displays the worldview of the person and tribe. That's the one thing, that's how I at least approach tattoos. I want to get tatted with things that represent the way I see the world and how I feel. And who isn't to say they weren't doing the same, you know? If you get tattooed of caribou and majority of your clan or people of your tribe has tattoos of caribou, then 
you live in a place with a lot of caribou. <laughs> That's what it means. But also, like, it also t- it probably also says that how important it is, let's say, the caribou migration herd or herding migration how much that means to your tribe because that's a life survival and if you get tatted with a caribou it's probably projecting to the world that this is how much this animal means to me not because i love it in like some you know some vegan way but it's like i love this caribou i don't love this caribou but this caribou is important to me because my survival of my people is completely dependent on it and you get a tattoo of it. So you're like, we're the caribou people, I guess. You know, you can, you can see it that way. I see cultures and the formation of cultures and identities happening progressively as such in that way. Where you get tattooed of things that are meaningful to you and important to you for your survival. And you've become, you know, you, you've become that. You've become the caribou person, you know. I feel like, I think perhaps even among tattoo communities or people who have tattoos... And if they see, they don't know each other, but if they see each other regularly, they could definitely identify each other by what tattoo they have. It's like, oh, that's a guy with this. That's a person with that. That's a girl with this tattoo on her ankle, you know, something like that. So it becomes a marker, obviously. And But on the flip side, there's a lot of religions that want nothing to do with tattoos. I mean, the post-axial religions. Post-axial is just a fancy term used in a department, meaning the big religions of today's time. So Buddhism, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Sikhism. I guess even Zoroastrianism, but maybe not as much. But those big six religions that you could find anywhere in the world that that have millions upon millions upon millions of followers, if not billions, especially Christianity and Islam. But a lot of those religions denounce tattoos. and Or if they denounce it, they discourage it or they dismiss it because they tend to view tattoos as a shackle or a barrier to a greater transcending a reality. So oftentimes you'd hear, you know, my, going back to my uncle, he would he saw my tattoo and I remember we were at a family get together on my dad's side. And one of my uncles who is my favorite uncle and I still love him to death and I know he's like, you know, I know he feels the same way and he doesn't care if I have tattoos or not, but he when he first saw my tattoos, he started rubbing him. And a lot of older Korean people do this cuz they're really not used to seeing tattoos on people cuz they come from a certain generation. And he started rubbing it, and he was like, does it come off? I'm like, no. I was like, it's permanent. And he was like, he looks at me, gives me this cheeky smile, and he's like, you know you're going to hell. And he just goes to the bathroom. And, and that got me thinking, and it's the reason why religious people feel that way is because you're not supposed to desecrate the body. You have this one life, you have this one body, treat it with respect, and, well, that's it, yeah. Treat it with respect, because God made it special for you. That's what I've been told at church, and... And but there's there's more that goes to it because religion is not separate from history and culture, and human trauma and human experiences will always influence religious realities. That's just that's the truth. If you are a traumatized society and you have and you hold on to a religion that might be, that might have happened before the trauma and then survived after the trauma, that religion will change and ha- carry that traumatizing aspect of that culture. So. Where does that fit with tattoos? I mean, look at the Jewish people that survived the Holocaust. They have a very good reason as to why they want nothing to do with tattoos because they are forcefully tattooed numbers on their arms to demarcate who they are in this fucked up Holocaust system. Using that modern example, you can understand why religions might feel uncomfortable with tattoos because a lot of religions had a similar experience to that. With the Holocaust happening and all that discourse and on top of that tattoo... You are physically marked as an other. Once you're marked as an other, it's hard to get out of that. And it's, it's a, you know, it's sad. It's horrifying, but it is what it is. And it's, 
this is what the Japanese have done to the Koreans and the Chinese. This is what, oh, I don't know, any slave-owning society has done to their slaves. What the masters have done to their slaves is put, gave them a tattoo to say, you belong to me. I'm a Kim because one of my ancestors found themselves to be a slave for a master whose last name was Kim. And they were probably marked with a tattoo to distinguish that. And here I am. I don't know how many generations later, I voluntarily decided to get tattoos as a form of self-expression. Whereas there's a history of people who got it forcefully upon them when they didn't ask for it. It's kind of wild when you think about that, especially with my family's history of what I know and what my dad has told me is that we're descended of slaves and knowing what Genghis Khan has done to Korea, what Japan has done to Korea. It's kind of nuts. So... I'm saying all this, but what has what has all any of this got to do with tattooing? And going back to the beginning with the Otsman or Utsman Iceman, uh, you know, the caveman with the tattoos. It tells you how in the West we see tattoos as like separate thing outside of cult, no, maybe not outside of culture, but outside of religion and even outside of very real historical meaning. And when you do the, these tattoo history, especially in the dark parts, you realize that shit. It's kind of weird that here I am, a Korean man in Canada, deciding to get a tattoo for aesthetic reasons. And I have ancestors who got it not for aesthetic reasons, for very you know nefarious reasons. And, you know, it's a weird thing, but you know, you live in it now and you enjoy it now. And I got it because I said, "Fuck it, why not?" Right. In the words of Anthony Bourdain, your treat your body like a like an amusement park. Have fun. You only got this one life. Enjoy it. And that's really one of the main reasons why I am the way I am today is because I took that advice to heart. I went out, explored the world, got tatted, met people, did stupid things. But, you know, that's what you do in your 20s. And I guess tattooing is one of those things you do in your 20s and you will most likely regret later on. But, oh, yeah, that's another thing. People always say, you, you know, I always said this, that. Uh, I will regret one, one, two of these tattoos for sure. And people said, well, why get it if you're going to regret it? And I'm like, if you don't have one regretful tattoo, I mean, granted, you don't want like a swatska or something like that. But I mean, if you have one, if you don't have one regretful tattoo, then you're missing a component of the tattoo experience. You're, everyone has one shitty tattoo that they wish they've changed or they've adjusted or they got done differently. But that shit tattoo is not bad. It's just another story worth telling. And it's funny. And it's who you are. And it says more about your self-confidence. Saying, yeah, hey, I got a shit tattoo. But you know what? It is what it is. Going back to the idea of tattoos making you feel like an, the other. Tattoo as an othering force is quite profound. Because especially at a time when tattoo removal technology didn't exist. So when you're stuck with it, you're stuck with it forever. And religion, especially with most religions, there's a very inclusive kind of, no, exclusive kind of mentality is that you're either in or out. You don't dabble. And tattooing is kind of one of those things is that you're either in or out. You don't dabble in it, right? And a lot of, and a lot of these religions don't want you to have tattoos, as I said before, perfect body, perfect this, perfect that. Could be a number of reasons. Why, what motivates you to say no to tattooing? Is it just because you don't like how it looks on the skin and it makes it look ugly? Or is it because it reminds you of that time when you were once a slave? Or is it because, is it because I don't know, they suck that tattooing so people are getting po poisoning from the ink? I, I don't know. It could be in a lot of reasons. But for me, perhaps not getting a tattoo was a way to distinguish themselves from the rest of society. 
like today or even like the prior generation there was a period where only sailors were getting tattoos and it was always easy to tell a sailor it's like oh look at the style of the tattoos look where he got him that guy's a sailor and he did that because that's like a whole navy tradition i'll get to in like an episode two or three i get to like those navy tattoos but they get those because it's it's like a bragging point. It's like, I've traveled to China on ship, so they get a dragon. i traveled to Polynesia, so they get this other tattoo. It's almost like marks of achievements. But when religion are, I guess, prohibiting tattoos, maybe it was a way for them to distinguish themselves from this uh, impure world. A pure world wouldn't need a pure body, a pure mind, a pure soul wouldn't need any of these extra stuff being tacked onto the physical body. Because we're pure. We don't need it. It's spiritual. It's the inside that matters, not the outside. Christianity came out of a very apocalyptic mindset. For So for them, it would be like, tattoos are pointless because we're all going to die soon anyway, so fuck it, you know? I mean, that was the time of Jesus when he was coming about. It was very apocalyptic, very this uh, crazy time. Uh, Roman occupation of Palestine was a very crazy, interesting time. So that being said, perhaps a lot of religions are against tattoos because they want to distinguish themselves at, from the... You know the uh, the profane or the uh, the or from the uh, the rest of the world, but that also is to assume that everyone had tattoos back then, which I don't think so. If everyone had tattoos in the ancient world, we would have been noting that, but but perhaps it was very common back in those days. Who knows? Maybe it was so common that no one wrote about it. That's also a possibility that it, tattooing was so common that no one bothered to talk about it. The same way that the Romans never wrote about Jesus because there was a lot of Jesus-like characters at the time. Okay, but now let's switch it up to cultures that do have tattoos, which are cultures I'll be talking about throughout the season. Why do they have tattoos? What is the purpose? Well, you know, why has religion not influenced or has, has these new religions influenced the way you do tattoos? And when I've investigated a lot, especially with uh, Berber tattoos, which are the North African... Uh, indigenous people and they get face tattoos in their case islam did influence a lot about their tattoo tradition but we'll get to that at that episode but the one thing i did find similar to all these different cultures i look at that japanese culture i looked at uh, berber culture as i've said so when you look at these four cultures you know all throughout different parts of the world polynesia asia um in america and also north africa i mean three four different continents and they all kind of the one similar the few they have a lot of similar things when it comes to tattoos it's all highly symbolic and all it all has to do with the reflection of that person and their position in the tribe or their position in society and also the tattoos where they are placed all have their own respective meaning and for each respective culture but even at that a lot of those meanings do overlap and I always found that interesting, you know, like uh, getting tattooed on your arm often expresses something to do with you. You're good with your hands or you're very expressive or you're creative because to put on your arm means that you aren't shy. You, you're put, you want people to see it. And then you put it, something to do with some cultures you put on your chest. It's, uh, it's more symbolic of authority and power. Uh, I mean, it depends. We'll, we'll get more into that as we go on through the season. But honestly, out of all the if there's one thing that unifies all cultures when it comes to tattooing is the method of tattooing, which is, you know, stick and poke. You penetrate the skin, you get a needle, penetrate the skin, and you got to get that ink beneath the skin by any means necessary. Whether it's a stick and poke or what is just straight up poking like in the Japanese style, 
it's you know it's all the same thing uh, more or less and obviously with in today's technology with a tattoo gun or tattoo machine i don't know there's a lot to debate that so is it a gun or a machine i don't know but yeah but that but but today's equipment definitely makes the process faster instead of just sitting there for hours and getting slowly like you know like poked to death but yeah but so for this season i i want to talk about tattoos like i've said it's it's just i find it a fascinating topic that today we're fascinated of getting tattoos. Tattoo industry is the best that it's ever been. Um, even older people who come out of a generation where tattoos are very taboo, they're getting it as well, apparently. Like, I remember reading a story that elderly women in their 70s and 80s are getting tatted because they grew up in a time when it was very taboo for women to get tattooed. And now, these elderly women, and this is in Montreal, like in Westmount, elderly women are getting tattoos because they say, fuck it, everyone's getting it, why not we? We want to have that freedom so there's something about tattoo which fascinates everyone because it seems like it will it is the ultimate subversion or the subculture or a or middle figure to authority it's it's the greatest it's the biggest countercultural expression but in the safest way you know <laughs> like in, in today's time you want to be countercultural you gotta just join an anarchist protest but not everyone has that in them. And tattooing seems to provide that safe leeway. You know, makes it feel a little dangerous. And that's fine. Because we all do things that want to make us, make us feel a little more unique and edgy and stand out. Did I feel the same way about when I got tattooed? For sure I did. There's no lying. Anyone who gets tattooed always does it for... out of. There's always a vainful reason for it. But that's not a bad thing. What do I mean vainful? I mean vanity. Is it vainful? Anyway. Anyway. So this was just the introduction. And I'm also, I also, this is, I'm recording this on your new PC. So if you do hear anything weird uh, on a technical level, DM me at Jason underscore Jisoo on Instagram. Jason underscore Jisoo, G-I-S-O-O. If you hear anything weird, hit me up. Let me know because I, I would love to hear your feedback. And for this season, as I've said, I'm talking about tattoos. And the next upcoming episodes in order are going to be Japanese tattoo art. Uh, Japanese tattoo culture and then we're looking at Polynesian tattoo culture after that it's the U.S. American traditional tattoos and lastly we'll be looking at Berber indigenous tattoos of North Africa okay so that being said this is the topic of the season tattoos what is up with them we're going to look at the history of them the cultures of them and how they all influence modern western tattoo culture because I feel like these are the tattoo cultures that influenced the West the most. I, I just fucking said that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. But anyway, thank you for listening. Um, I'm excited to do this season. I'm excited to see the feedback, if there's any feedback, if anyone's enjoying this. So th- once again, thank you for listening. My name is Jason Kim from Montreal. Thank you.